Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Never Stop Learning, with our guest, Dee. Thank you for being here today, Dee. Would you please introduce yourself? Thanks for having me. My name is Dee Davis. I'm the president and CEO of Davis Consulting Management Group and Yellowstone Professional Education. I've been in the construction engineering field for over 25 years, and I've worked in the industry as a carpenter, a general contractor, a mechanical contractor, a process contractor, and even an owner's representative. I focus mostly on major construction projects. Now I'm the owner of two companies, Davis Consulting Management Group, where we provide owner representation and subject matter expert in life sciences and pharmaceutical arena. And I'm also the owner of Yellowstone Professional Education, where we provide technical education to the construction and engineering industry. Wonderful. It's a pleasure to have you here today. And it sounds like you're a Jacqueline of all trades. <laughs> Yes, I, I have been called that. <laughs> Why did you choose this career? I feel like this career chose me. I was inadvertently thrust into it. My dad was a civil engineer, but I always struggled with math. So I never seriously considered engineering as a career. I was working in the real estate field and I started dating a man who was a general contractor. He had his own contracting business. And he began introducing me into the industry, into the construction world. And I just knew this is where I was supposed to be. It was like magic. A few years into it, I gathered the courage to take some engineering courses and I was hooked. I kept waiting for things to get really hard and it didn't. Everything just clicked. I always needed to work a little extra hard on the math chart, but I knew it was where I was meant to be. I get bored really easily. And since starting my career, I've never been bored and I've never had the same day twice. I think that's a wonderful story and really reassuring. I know some people shy away from engineering because of the difficulty with math, but I feel like there are many pathways into the engineering profession. Absolutely. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before you graduated? I wish I realized... And, and I think a lot of um, people that are on the cusp of graduation don't realize that um, graduation is a beginning. It's not an end. Um, your classroom just changes. Um, you're always going to be surrounded by people that can share their experience and their perspective with you. And when I work with recent graduates at, on job sites, I always tell them to follow around the people with more experience, like a lovesick puppy dog. Whether it's a, a foreman, a project manager, a senior engineer, they're always anxious to share their knowledge and their experience with you if you're just brave enough to ask. In engineering school, you learn how to think. And in the workplace, you learn how to apply engineering into your daily job. And your coworkers and your colleagues are going to teach you more over the years than you ever thought you would learn in school. And there's endless opportunities for people around you. And as well as getting your formal education, and both are essential for keeping your skills up throughout your career. 
For sure. And I, I love how you talk about learning on the job site and learning from the people who've actually been doing it. I think one thing that sometimes undergrads think is that they get to the end of their education and they just know what they need to know. And as you said, it's just the beginning. And there's so much you can learn from just like maybe a lunchtime conversation on the site. I'm talking to somebody who's been doing the job for a long time. Yeah, I had the blessing of going to school and working at the same time, working in the industry at the same time. And it was always super fun and exciting to learn something in the classroom one day and be able to turn around and apply it at, at work the very next day or the very next week. I love those aha moments. For sure. And one of the things at the University of Arizona, we not too long ago actually started a construction management emphasis actually within the civil engineering department. And so there's a lot more students that are coming through with that emphasis now. Yeah, absolutely. In the marketplace, I would say that I encounter probably about 50% of the graduates that I encounter are have construction management degrees versus mechanical, civil, structural engineering. So you've had a, a, a very wonderful career. Can you recall a challenging professional situation, though? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, I the one that I would like to share with you is I, a little uncomfortable. I once had an employer that asked me to lie to a client. It was extremely uncomfortable and stressful for me. I felt very pinned between my employer and my client. Um, on one hand, if I refused, I could lose my job or certainly lose my ability to be, be promoted within that company. On the other hand, if I complied, I wouldn't be acting within my integrity and I'd lose respect for myself and what I stand for. I refused. And I told them if they wanted to lie to the client that they'd have to go do it themselves and I wasn't going to participate. I learned that my integrity is mine and it's not something that can be taken away from you unless you're willing to give it away. Um, maintaining your integrity, no matter the consequences, helped me develop a very successful career and reputation with my colleagues and clients. For sure. And thank you for sharing that. I think I agree. Integrity is so important and that it's something that sometimes, especially in education, we don't talk about having those um, challenging situations in the workplace. And then how do you respond? They're going to have things, not just with integrity, with lying in your case, but if they see something or hear something of someone being um, treated incorrectly, whether that's like an HR violation or or some other legal thing that they know isn't right. And as engineers, there's the code of ethics, the ASCE code of ethics and the professional conduct codes. And you have to, at the end of the day, live up to those and also to be able to look yourself in the mirror. Yeah, absolutely. And I know there's that saying that says doing the right thing, don't be afraid to do the right thing when no one is looking. It also translates to don't be afraid to do the right thing when everyone is looking. So the example that I gave is no one would have known except me and the person that asked me to do it. And so that was a no one's looking situation. But as you brought up, if you see something in the workplace, somebody that is doing something wrong or is asking someone else to do something wrong, doing the right thing when everybody's looking is just as important. Mm -hmm. Not being afraid to stand up and say, this isn't right. It needs to stop. Transitioning into um, my final question, what advice would you impart to someone just starting their career? I think the number one thing is never stop learning. 
and make sure that you share that gift with people around you at every opportunity. As a recent graduate, you're going to have so much to teach and share with colleagues as well as they have so much to teach you and share with you. Um, recent graduates that I work with play a very big part in my career to help keeping me up to date and keeping me relevant. Um, things change very quickly. And um, no matter how much time you invest in that, um, you, you can't know it all, even if you have 25 years experience. I learn from young engineers all the time. And I can teach you, you can teach me. And your skills and your knowledge are yours to keep, no matter where you go in your career or who's signing your check. Whatever skills you gain, whatever knowledge you gain from those around you, from ongoing education, you get to take with you wherever you go and you get to keep it for your entire career. The more you skills and knowledge you have, the more valuable you are as a professional. For sure. And do you have some favorite kind of sources and methods to go about continuing education that you would recommend? Yeah, I, I get my education from everywhere, not just the people around me, but I regularly undergo professional coaching as well as I provide professional coaching to other project managers. I professional organizations like the Project Management Institute, ASME. I belong to the ISPE, which is specific to pharmaceutical, AFRE for mechanical engineers. I go to all those professional organizations. I participate in their events, their ongoing education, their conferences. I attended a National Association of Women in Construction conference uh, a few months ago that was very valuable. There's tons of resources within the communities, regardless of what your specialty is, that can help you and teach you, offer ongoing education. It's everywhere. Yes, it's everywhere. And I think also with those opportunities, they're great opportunities to network as well. I think that's a very important skill for a young engineer as well. Um, making connections with other people in industry um, can really benefit your career in ways that maybe you never even envisioned. Yeah, absolutely. I had a young engineer that I worked with. She just graduated from school a few months ago and and she reached out to me and said, hey, I'd just like to pick your brain about a few things. And we did a, a Zoom call. And a week later, I happened to be in her area where she lives at a networking event. And I called her up and I said, hey, if you're not busy, why don't you just come down and join us? And she got to network and meet a whole bunch of new people and exchange cards with people. Networking is hugely important. A lot of my business that I get is from networking and keeping in front of people because we're all very busy and people will forget about you. They don't mean to, they're just busy and they'll forget about you. And if you don't keep in front of them, networking at professional events is very important. For sure. And I, I love the story of the young engineer that you um, just made the connection. Hey, come down to this networking event. I think it would be very beneficial to you. And by making those connections, more of those opportunities happen. But if you're always in the office and not getting out and doing those types of things, I think it's to your disadvantage. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to be looking for work. You're going to be looking yes. to make a change. You're looking for a new job. And when people know who you are, they're going to be far more likely um, to lend a hand. When you raise your hand and say, I need some help, they'll jump on the opportunity to help you. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't realize that 
people find jobs through their networking and they are like, hey, my firm has a new position that's opening up and I think you would be perfect for it. And because you were networking, you learn about that opportunity. It's not just all from website job postings and stuff like that. A lot of people actually find out about positions that never get posted even. Yeah, and I, I think anybody who's looked for a job recently has discovered that it's very difficult to get a job or even to get an interview through a lot of those websites because you know, there'll be a posting and they're using they're using AI mm -hmm. to weed through all the applicants. And so if your resume isn't set up in a way that grabs the correct words and phrases and things like that, you may not even be considered. Whereas if you can go to an event and, or meet with somebody and just say, hey, I'm looking for some help, you, you'll land a job in no time flat. For sure. And actually, that's you just referenced some content from next week's lecture in my course. So that was really? well-timed. But yes, we're going to be talking about resumes and AI and the importance, again, of having the keywords on, on your resume so that it can actually get picked up. Nice. Yeah, well, that's great information. I should take your class. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll share the slide deck on online if you're curious, or maybe you have a young engineer that would also benefit from seeing it. Happy to share that. But it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Thank you.